Oh, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's program. Uh, before we start, I just want to say a massive thank you to all of you, all the kind messages that I received there over the past oh, day or two. Um, as you know, I was uh, dealing with some health issues yesterday, and uh, and I've been advised to rest. And of, of course, some of you are going to leave a comment saying, go to bed, Maya, you look terrible. I will, don't worry. But because today is going to be quite important. There are a couple of things that happened in politics, uh, stories that have come out, and uh, I think they're very, very crucial for all of us to know uh, and know how to deal with it because this is about our future and the future of our country. Uh, first, we're going to be talking about the trade unions and the government getting bigger. So the civil service and trade unions completely causing trouble for ordinary people and taxpayers out there. And then we're going to be talking about uh, the, the Labour Party, some bad stuff coming from the Labour Party, which is actually not really good. Uh, they might be starting this civil war inside their party, but it is going to be affecting uh, all of us, even though we're not really Labour members. Uh, and finally, we're going to be discussing this idiotic plan that uh, the Home Office have and the Justice Department to uh, go after independent journalists uh, who will be working with whistleblowers uh, in, the, well, in the public interest. Uh, you know, Someone like me might go to prison if I uh, publish a story that humiliates the government uh, for you know a number of years. And if you haven't really heard that story, we're going to be covering that in this video. Uh, today's uh, show is going to be quite short, um, as you know, for obvious reasons, as you know. And so I hope you um, obviously accept my apologies. But let's get on with the show. Let's talk about the first story because so we know that all these trade unions, because of the NHS workers and the trade unions you know, who are dealing with nurses, uh, came out to kick off about the 1% pay rise. And now all the others are also coming out to demand not just the pay rise, but they demand everything. You know, it really doesn't really matter about merit. It doesn't really matter about performance-based uh, bonuses, anything like that. No, no, no. Um, every single um, civil servant and public servant, basically government workers uh, in all these different areas, regardless of the fact that if they are competent or incompetent, we should treat them all the same. We should. That's what they want. Now, the police federation have come out. They want more money. They also want a lot. They have a lot of demands in terms of how they should be treated. These are the same people, the police federation, who. Um, firstly condoned the police becoming woke. They also completely ignored uh, tackling real crimes out there. Uh, now, they have the nerve to come out to demand taxpayers to give them more stuff. Uh, so they are, they've made this video to attack Priti Patel as Home Secretary. Uh, we know that I've been very critical of Priti Patel for different reasons. Uh, but they are trying to attack Priti because obviously they're a socialist and they, well, not the complete police federation. They're not really socialist in that sense, but the, the socialist uh, figures behind these movements who have been influencing uh, these, uh, the mentality of the trade unions uh, created this uh, weird PR video against Priti saying that Priti Patel claims to be on the side of the police, but that's not the reality. There is nothing I take more seriously than my duty to the police. I'm unapologetic about defending and backing our police in a way in which no other political party is doing so. My job is to help all of you to do your job. Something must change? Yes, you guys must change. The police need to, because obviously we are going to be talking about the NHS and the other workers as well. Well, while we're on the topic of the police, well, if you guys change, we will change as your bosses and as your employers, because we pay your salaries, then we will change too. We might give you more money. Well, if we have more money right now, we don't have money. That's the whole problem. Uh, it's the same applies to the NHS workers. You know, of course, everybody wants to give everyone more money, <laughs> but we need to actually find it from somewhere. But the police need to change themselves and their behavior 
and also the police federation needs to change need to change their behavior um, we, again there's, a, there's another former home secretary uh, who i've been critical of as prime minister theresa may but as home secretary she was one of the few who actually stood up to these bullies uh, i don't know if you guys remember a few years ago before she became pm she went to the police federation conference and she got booed like the other home secretaries who get booed and uh, but she actually stood up for herself this was the Theresa May that I wanted when she became party leader and prime minister but unfortunately we didn't get her the federation was created by an act of parliament and it can be reformed by an act of parliament if you do not change of your own accord we will impose change on you yes that's what we need right now we need some robust management and direction from the government and from politicians and in fact Theresa May comes across as stronger than Priti Patel right now in that video that's what we need from Priti Patel we need her as Home Secretary to actually try to do his job properly and uh, but that's one thing the police federation are just taking advantage of this uh, weird wave of socialism and everybody demanding everything and we should all basically treat every single government worker as if they are uh, the angels in the world just because people care and are compassionate about their jobs, of course, most of them are, doesn't really mean that they are all competent on the same level. And also, again, it's not really just about hard work. You could say, oh, well, they work hard. Of course, they work hard. Nobody is actually disputing that. And this is not against nurses or doctors or anything like that, or even police officers. This is about having a proper grown-up debate about how government funding works and how people work as employee employees should be treated in the private sector is mostly based on merit mostly of course uh, depending on the business and the company um, and supermarket workers who also worked hard especially um, stocking and behind obviously closed doors and um, you know especially during the first lockdown they didn't get a clapping they didn't no claps at 8 p.m for them but that's just you know, one example there's so many other uh, private sector workers also of course a lot of people in private sector actually sacrifice and they lost their jobs they had to completely lose all their money and their businesses but you know no one really cares about them because they don't really have a logo to hide behind that's one the other guys are the transport unions now this is actually quite fascinating so rmt and the other trade unions for transport they came out wrote this public letter uh, a while ago uh, to the government saying that we should we should force all passengers to uh, essentially live in a dictatorship um, they should be wearing face masks even if they are on their own in a train station or in a, in a, ca in a carriage uh, even if there's no one around even if the whole thing's empty the whole station is empty the whole train is empty they should wear a face mask they even some of them advocated uh, every passenger to walk in to get some sort of rapid test every single time um, yet these hypocrites just held an event indoor event with no actual proper windows outside no social distancing no face mask the bosses are the of the rmt and the trade unions and all these people who decide for the rest of the workers are hypocrites they do these things then they demand their passengers and their staff to have restrictions forced upon them that's the problem we have so if any of you still think that trade unions out there are the good guys and work, really care about workers they don't they really don't they only care about themselves their pockets and also their ideology the trade union bosses get a lot of money so that you know it's all about status power and money and also their ideology that you know they, of course they, they are anti-capitalist they want to bring down the government they want a socialist revolution they don't care about ordinary workers and, and at the same time they are using Karl Marx as their idol 
kidding me? Even Karl Marx wouldn't, wouldn't have wanted something like this. And that says something. So that's those guys. And then the civil servants, on the other hand, in Whitehall. They are now getting, so apparently average, uh, pay rises of up to 30%. Now, this is specifically in Her Majesty's Treasury. Now, this is quite fascinating because we know that some of the senior and mid-level uh, civil servants always get, you know, pay rises and bonuses, and no one really knows about it. No one really talks about them because the media don't care. Even this article came from the Telegraph, and no one really talks about them on TV. But when you look at this actual stories, the, this department, the Treasury, now there are accounts are showing that six of the top nine officials who were in the post um, over the past two years received pay rises last year. And also five of them received a bonus as well. I, don't, I mean, Rishi Sunak, chief economist um, herself, uh, received at least £30,000 in increase, bringing her salary between one hundred fifty to £155,000. That's more than the prime minister. <laughs> the top two officials also uh, received bonuses of between £15,000 and £20,000 on top of their salaries. That's just a few examples. Now, people think civil servants and public servants are different things. No, no, they're all government workers. And uh, it's just obviously their titles and the ranking is different. But the same applies to NHS consultants. A lot of the people, especially mid-management and obviously top-tier management in the NHS, they get a lot of money. What do they do exactly? Of course, they have some responsibility when it comes to deciding for the management and their areas. But it's actually people at the bottom who are doing all the work. Uh, but they don't really get much. But there's so many of them. And they just treat them as numbers. So that's the problem that we have. So when you have these idiots, the trade unions for nursing and doctors, uh, of course, even the BMA, consulting senior doctors to start a general strike against patients and taxpayers, that is quite dangerous. So <laughs> it's funny because when the government announced a 1% pay rise, um, initially uh, the, the debate was about not freezing it. They say just anything, just don't freeze it, give them something. And they said 1%, which is actually would have been below the inflation, uh, the rate that's going, then they weren't happy. So they said, government, give us you know, about 2.1% and we'll be happy. Now the government said 3%. Now they say 12%, 15%. And then they say, so how should we fight this? These trade unions get together and say, well, the only way we can fight this, we, the same people, who for the past two years claim to care about people, care, care about patients and the country. And you know, we made a vow to serve. They said the only way we can get more money and, you know, of course, more power is to attack patients and consumers and taxpayers. So they are holding the patients in hospitals as ransom. They, they are essentially attacking the patients by saying we're not going to treat the patients anymore. And the taxpayers are the bosses. The bosses are not Boris Johnson or Sajid Javid or anybody else, or even Simon Stevens. The bosses of these people are me and you, the taxpayers. We are also the consumers because we become their patients. So they're saying that we are going to attack the patients and our bosses. And again, as I said, the hypocrisy is that you know, they claim to be on our side. But if, you know, if, if they really cared, if the debate was about the government not giving them a pay rise or 1%, as opposed to what they originally wanted, when they said, okay, just, let's just be reasonable, 2.1% is fine, at least you know, we are above um, you know, the rate that you know, is going to go, and we understand that you know, um, public money, you know, we, know, we don't have much of it anymore, um, and even the private sector are not getting pay increases like that, that would have been fine. But the moment the government went up, and above that 3%, they said, well, we want 
Well, now we want 15%. Maybe 100%. Why not? So that's why I don't believe them. And if anybody over the past few weeks fell for this trap of, oh, no, they're just, you know, the good people, the trade unions, the nursing unions, you know, they really care. So let's just give them 3%. Oh, it's Boris's fault and Sajid Javid for not giving them 3%. But they, gave, they just gave it to them. They're not happy. These guys, for example, the Labour Shadow Envi uh, Employment Secretary, Andy McDonald, was talking to Ian Dale on LBC. And uh, the whole debate was about the 3% pay rise and how even Sakir Starmer, so in case you don't know what Starmer's position on this is, he doesn't have one. He's on the fence again. Um, he's attacking the government, but he's not really uh, offering an alternative. Every now and then it comes out and says, oh, we should give him more. But how much? He says, um, to 12. Do you want 12? No, 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 12 is a lot. Three, like 3.5. But Andy McDonald came and basically said, no, no, I'm, I'm going to be aiming for 12%, which is against the party leadership. And he, he couldn't answer the question. The Labour Party don't even know what's happening right now. I, the irony is, all these socialist nutters who are going out there and attacking Westminster government, and it's not Westminster government, taxpayers, all of us, British taxpayers, for uh, giving them 3% pay rise. I'm not seeing them attacking the Welsh Labour government for giving the same 3% pay rise to the NHS workers in Wales. The Welsh nurses right now, they're receiving, they're going to be receiving 3% pay rise by the Welsh Labour government. These socialists and trade unions are not attacking the, the Welsh government. I wonder why. It's not about money. It's not about the number. It's all about their agenda and just bringing down the system. That's all they want. It's always, that's what they always wanted back in the 70s and 80s. And of course, they shut up for a while in the 90s and noughties. Now they're coming back again because no one really care. No one cares. Everyone's so busy talking about gender neutral toilets to even really be focused and concerned about the future of our country. Uh, so that's the problem that we have. And a lot of people on the right, the right wing commentators and all these other people, they're complacent. They keep talking about memes. They keep talking about the same stuff that you know, no one really cares about. People, Real people out there want to talk about important stuff that affects them, not nonsensical woke memes that you know, it just comes and goes. There are bigger problems that are, that are affecting our culture than that. Well, having said that, one of them is the whole state of the Labour Party. So we keep making fun of them because you know, you know, we, we don't really want to talk about them. It's just that irrelevant because they can't even win an election right now. But having said that, they can because they're still um, the main opposition. And one tiny swing, you go to Labour, and right now they're having a massive problem. Sakir Starmer is under a lot of attacks by the, by the crazies. Um, so a lot of his top advisors have left. Chris Ward is the last one to leave uh, yesterday or the other day. And so this continues. This civil war is going to get so badly that if you thought the 2015 Corbyn coming up was bad, um, luckily it wasn't that bad because he, he didn't win the elections that he wanted to. But imagine a, a Corbyn-style Labour Party winning an election. All of us, all of you who, some of you care about the economic consequences, some of you care about the woke stuff, some of you care about the culture and the borders, all of that will be completely destroyed. Now, while we keep complaining about the, the current Conservative government, and it's still been very complacent on a number of issues, that will be more chaotic. These people are coming back. Diane Abbott is publicly now attacking Starmer. Now, Diane Abbott, even when she was, you know, not you know, opposing the party leaders, including Blair, including Ed Miliband to an extent when Miliband fired her, she was never as vocal. Keir Starmer tweeted some weird thing about, oh, we're going to have a campaign to make Britain the best place to work. It is, it is already, Keir, it is. It's the best place. Have you seen the other places? Uh, but uh, Diane Abbott says, so Keir will make Britain the best place to work unless you work for the Labour Party. He has made 90 staff members redundant. 
<laughs> to be fair, she's right, <laughs> but do not tell her that she's right because yeah, the the Labour HQ, they're in chaos. They don't even know what they're doing. But on the other hand, that's not what people at Dynamic care about. They 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 are still working behind the scenes to start their revolution to take over the Labour Party again and then take over the country. And you know, it's not a laughing matter when it happens because if it happens, we're all going to be in a lot of trouble. So that's the issue that we have. Well, we need to be free because another thing that's going to change. If the lefties take control, is of course their borders. That will be a problem. They're going to bring down the voting age to 16, if not 12. And they're going to give uh, voting rights to uh, foreign residents, and free speech and free press is going to be destroyed. Ironically, free press is <laughs> right now being under threat. Uh, but at the same time, people like uh, Angela Rayner, who wants to make flexible working the new normal, I'm I'm happy about that. Do you know why? Because it's an improvement from the previous position of making not working the new normal. That was the original Labour Party position. Just not working is better. So now, flexible working. Go on, guys. Now you could go part-time. And then you could do, finally, you believe in full-time working. But that's. I just wanted to mention that before we get to the main point about free press. Because the, the current government, Boris Johnson, Michael Gove, Priti Patel, all these guys, Justice Department the Minister of Justice, all these guys who are now attacking free speech and free press, in case you haven't heard, it's going to be this new um, law that's going to make, well, they're going to put journalists in prison, essentially, if you um, well, publish a story that embarrasses the government, if you work with whistleblowers who want to uh, leak information in the interest of the public. So if, for example, politicians and government plot something against ordinary people, and it's bad, it's damaging, and evil... And one of them who work for the government becomes a whistleblower and tells me, and if I tell that story publicly, I'll go to prison for a few years. Uh, they will treat us like they would treat foreign spies. And this is a Tory government, not just a Tory government. This is a government that's, that's been run. The senior figures are former journalists, including Michael Gove, including Boris Johnson. They, these people should know about the freedom of press. They should know about the freedom of uh, speech and self-determination. Apparently not. I think they're just like either they become so weirdly complacent or they really generally don't care right now. It's just about the status that they have. Big government becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, so I just wanted to mention this before I uh, go back to bed and rest. So <laughs> um, this was one of those uh, topics that came out last night and today. Uh, we're getting attacked from all sides now. You've got the, the trade unions, the socialists trying to start a revolution without anybody knowing because they keep talking about nice stuff. Then you got the government themselves getting bigger and bigger. And you got the Labour Party trying to get rid of Sakia Starmer, who's absolutely chaotic, but getting rid of him and replacing... Unless they're going to replace him with a nutter who's incompetent, like Andrew Rayner, I'm fine with that, because she's not going to win an election. But if they find someone who's competent and evil, well, let's all be worried. The problem is, who are we going to be supporting? The government that's going to get bigger, or the opposition that's going to get more crazier, or... Maybe we should just try and believe in ourselves and stand up for ourselves and fight together. And that's why we have this community. And thanks to you guys and your support, our channel and this website is growing every single day. That's why I felt that obviously I'm committed to you guys. So I have to at least get out of bed, make this video, inform you guys, see what's exactly going on out there. Because the mainstream media are not telling you about any of this. That's why we're here. And we are the media. Thanks again for watching. I'm Maya TC. I'll see you guys in the next video.